Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Galaxy in Turmoil. The podcasting wars have begun. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. According to Matt Starwind, the podcasting wars have begun. And with that, an alliance has been forged. It needed to be forged. Uh, flying casual with us today is Jedi Master David Fogel from the Contingency Plan Podcast. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I am doing awesome. And you know, I said the name of your, your podcast, the Contingency Plan Podcast, and with that, we're dying to know, what is the plan? You know? <laughs> I mean, Ooh, like... What get, is do, the plan? I'm assuming you guys have the answers over there, and you're <laughs> holding us back. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what. There, there's so much, uh, so much lore, both old and new, about the, uh, about the Emperor's plan. Uh, but with one cackle, with one cackle in <laughs> one trailer... Yeah, it all comes roaring back, baby. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's always Palpatine, man. It's always back to Palpatine. He, it he is. he's creating metachlorian babies. You know, he's <laughs> he's out there zapping people. You know, he's manipulating everyone. He's just he's just the man. You know, I know, man. It's well, you know, I really we thought he was gone. I mean, we we <laughs> thought he was it was over. And a couple months ago, they said, I don't think so. Uh, it's it's just wild. So and it's it's crazy. I've wondered for quite some time. I'm like I'm like, did David have the foresight? Did he know that this was coming? Like, you know, <laughs> it. I don't know, man. There's there's something going on there. Well, you know, here here's the thing. When the when the contingency plan podcast was originally conceived, 
um, it was really a way for me and my brother to get together and, uh, you know, kind of reignite that, that passion in Star Wars. Cause like th- there was a time when I, you know, I kind of fell off a bit. Uh, yeah. and that was really after Disney kind of bought everything and, and took out all the old canon stuff and, and kind of were trying to start to rewrite history a little bit. Um, but you know, we, we started back in a, in a series that I loved as a kid, it, it went hand in hand uh, with the, with the movies coming out, started in 1999, the new Jedi Order, and uh, there was so much in there about the the contingency plan. But you know, in new new canon, uh, well, we read uh, we read aftermath on on a on a podcast that shall yep. remain nameless at this time. Thank you. Uh, yep. And that yep. had that had a piece of it, uh, and we're starting to see that in in other books. Uh, Alphabet Squadron had mentions and little yep. little snippets and tidbits. So. It's uh, it's all roaring back full full circle. Old uh, Papa Palpatine is uh, he's involved, man. He's he's just yeah. involved. He's well, a smart guy. Old Sheev. Exactly. And so you you actually encouraged me. I think this was like a month or two ago. To uh, I was getting behind in some of the Star Wars books. And and really, we were just before we started recording. You were kind of like, I mean, all hell's gonna break loose here. You know, in in, in a yeah. couple months when uh, November. I mean. It's going to yep. be insane, right? So you were like, you can't get behind. So I started reading uh, Alphabet Squadron, as you mentioned, and some of the other books. I uh, got through Dooku and Master and oh, Apprentice, nice. and yeah, it was just it was kind of it was wild. And I'm I'm still behind. I'm I'm trying to catch up on Thrawn and oh, and so, yeah, that, there's another yeah. one. Yeah, Thrawn and yep. I mean, it's it, there's just so much. It, we are we're uniquely blessed right now to have all of this media. Uh, all these books, uh, all these new comics, uh, the game that'll be coming out in November, we're, we're really uniquely blessed, but it is a ton to, to dive into. It's a ton to dive into it in one compact time. And I mean, just in the month of November, we've, we've got the game, we've got, I think two books, uh, you know, comics are still coming out. Age of resistance is still coming out. There's the Kylo comic in, uh, December, I think. And then obviously the movie, uh, yep. So I just suggested that we just bunker down in, in the outcast and just, you know, <laughs> cut the transmission, uh, you know, pack yeah. away some food stores and some food stuffs and, and just, you know, just hit it hard. Yeah. I mean, really get get us some, uh, you know, portions, quarter portions, whatever it may be. And uh, <laughs> you want some of that. You want some of that bread, man. You want some of that weird Weird hey. fizzy bread. <laughs> hey, everybody's trying to get a little bread. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh gosh! But yeah, I, these I are worth one quarter portion. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, man. So, anyways, we're, we're going to dive into more of your thoughts here in a little bit about, um, you know, some of the craziness we've been getting recently with, with, with. Well, as we said, with Palpatine, the Rise of Skywalker, the Mandalorian uh, TV show, all that good stuff. Honestly, I don't even know which direction to go because, like, so many things. You you popped in on me here in a set. You, you said, uh, what was it, something about the TSA and, and, and well, a Coke? yeah, I mean, I think we should probably talk about the most important, the most important story. Yeah. Uh, you know, fans of, of Star Wars that are going to Galaxy's Edge, man, they can now bring home their Coke bottles. The thermal detonators aren't going to blow up in the TSA. The TSA is like, oh, we're cool with it now. So you can yeah. bring them home. Podcast over. Yeah, done. That's it. Where uh, <laughs> I I didn't even know that was a thing, uh, and it's crazy that it made news. So that's that's well, that's awesome. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean but. we're 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 living in a crazy world, and you never know. I understand. Better safe than True. sorry, but True. Yeah, it's it's a Coke bottle. 
Yeah, yeah, wow. It, wh- do you have, so I was thinking well, about a month ago I talked to you about maybe uh, trying to get down to Orlando. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm broke as all get out, but. Well, yeah, you you still haven't uh, told me how much the hotel is for uh, for next year's celebration. <laughs> Oh God! I feel like you're 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 hiding the hammer, you know. No, but uh, yeah, I would love to. I think it would be a unique experience. I want to build a lightsaber. Oh, me too. Right. I want to build a lightsaber. <laughs> yep, yep. I well, and and you were talking about. Um, oh, you had just started reading. Is it Black Spire? Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I finished Black Spire last week. Um, Delilah Dawson really did a great job in that book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the first part of it, I, I was joking around. It's like, you know what? I bet I could name all the food that's going to be at galaxy's edge. <laughs> Cause she was very descriptive about like, uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was like some specific meat wrap that they kept eating in it. It's like, you know what? I bet I could go order that at galaxy's edge. And she was like naming drinks at the bar. It's like, I bet I could go order that drink at the bar at, at galaxy's edge. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. But uh, yeah, yeah. Good, uh, good tie in. Good tie-in yeah. book for the park, and then obviously its own independent story. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, we I, I want to get down there. I I, I just uh, it was crazy. I went down with Swish and Flick not too long ago to Orlando. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, why couldn't we have pushed this trip back just a little bit? You know, to, to sometime did here. You, did you go to the Harry Potter world or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I went in uh, there and did you get your uh, own, you get your wand, get sorted. No, no, dude, I, I, you know, I already, I know what house I'm in, and I also just use the force when I'm there. I don't Listen, know why I, we... I'm in the Jedi Academy, okay? Yeah. I'm in the exactly. Jedi Academy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I an didn't... initiate, a pad one learner. <laughs> well, see, I, I got my letter from Hogwarts, and I actually turned it down because I was already in at the Academy, so I, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, no way. Um, Fantastic. But anyways, yeah, I'm thinking, like, I, I really want to go back there i'm thinking i'm gonna have to wait till after the the rise of skywalker to to actually get down and have the funds to go uh yes yeah, same i mean there, there, there's definitely a lot like in black spire like savi's you know workshop and the the work that the gatherers do um a lot of that was kind of you know we already sort of saw that when galaxy's edge opened up in california mm-hmm. uh but y- y- there's just there's so much so much behind a lot of that 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 you know that that sort of from the lore sense, the collections yeah. of old artifacts and everything. That's the kind of stuff that I love. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I'm with you, man. You you uh you want to book a trip? We could ride on down. Yeah. Go. I'm, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're, sleep, we're sleep gonna in the car on the side of the road. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because because I feel like I could just stay in the in, in the cantina and just for hours and and be satisfied yeah. well sounds like you only get a certain number of hours in there are they going to do away with that is it like limited access to the park or well i think and we were actually talking previously i had read an article from a somewhat jaded guy who admitted in the the article that he wasn't really a star wars fan but he was kind of bashing the the uh how disney is going about managing these parks yeah and i know that you know, when Galaxy's Edge opened, they were trying to do some crowd control, basically so that everybody could get their experience in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think eventually that'll wind down. I don't think the crowds have been as big, but it, the question becomes, is it because prices are too high? Is it because people aren't interested? Or is it because people are just like, oh my God, it's going to be swamped and I don't want to be in that? Because personally, yeah. me, 
I don't want to be in a giant crowd. I want the experience. I want mm-hmm. my experience to be genuine. So I don't know. It's kind of tough. I actually also read another article where <clears throat> this guy kind of wrote a, uh, it was like an opinion thing, but you know, he had taken his daughter to experience galaxy's edge and he was like i'm not paying 200 dollars for lightsaber well guess what he paid 400 dollars so that him and his daughter could get lightsabers uh, yeah yeah but but you know she she's out there parading around little kid and got her lightsaber and some of the park attendants were like kind of telling her it's like oh you gotta you gotta keep that away you know you gotta you get there's first order around you know yeah and it's like why are they telling her about this well listen immersion man you got to get immersed there's a little element of RP of role play here as well, you know? Yeah. And the other side of the, it is a little kid. They're going to be swinging that lightsaber, smacking people in the knees. Everything. Oh. Yeah. You don't want that either. So true. True. Yeah, yes. I mean, it, we, we live in a really weird society. I mean, I, there was, there was a time when, when the amusement park was just the place to go. Um, yeah, but it's, it's expensive, but I, I do think that the experience would be worth it. At least for, for me, I think it would be. Yeah, me too. I mean, it, I was also thinking they talked about those crowds being or not being as crowded or whatever. I'm thinking, what's well, we opened a whole new area. I mean, people are more spread out, right? The right. your daily well, we even yeah numbers. I mean, I, I was just gonna out. say even even then, like when they opened the the park in California, it wasn't even all the way open. Mm. You know, they they still had a whole other part apparently, and like rides weren't all the, all up and everything. So it's like. Well, yeah, maybe they won't all go now because it's not complete. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's cool. I I, I can't wait till we get a chance to to, to head down there and and, and figure that. So I was this. Here's how far behind I am in my in my reading. I and it ties into Black Spire. Where I'm listening to Thrawn Alliance Alliances, the second book, right? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they. I mean, is that all about? I don't. I, mean, I haven't finished it yet. So Batu and and what the heck is going on? They're introducing some of that in that book, right? Yeah, Batu is is definitely a, a big big setting. Um, uh, once we once we, obviously in Thrawn we have we have a little bit there, but it, it's 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 a lot bigger once you really start getting into Black Spire. And I, I don't want to do any spoilers or anything, but yeah, I'll say this. At the end of Last Jedi, okay, we had very little in the Resistance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Leia, being Leia, she's not done. And yeah. Vimerati, <clears throat> who's our centralized character in Black Spire, I mean, she's one of Leia's spies. Yeah. And Batu is potentially going to become a big place for the Rebellion, or the Resistance, or the Alliance, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> right, right. So th- there's a lot yeah. happening on ba- Batu. Um, you know, just just the spires, these these uh, organic spires that are there, haven't really been fully explained yet. But there's there's something there's something to them as well. Right. And I think once we kind of get more into it, I, I think we're gonna learn there's there's some pretty special stuff on Batu. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm starting to to realize. You know, like the the disturbances in the force and everything that's being sensed out there, and it right. It's just, it's just kind of crazy to think that they really thought this out ahead of time. Well, I guess it's not crazy to think that. I mean, it's it's awesome that they did, and it's it's woven into books, and it's 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 all in. It's a it's canon. It's a part of the story, and it's it's just nuts. Yeah, really, well, they're doing a really good job of keeping continuity. 
because obviously in the old canon, in the old extended universe, mm-hmm. um, it was Wild West. It was the Wild West. It was the Mandalorian of books, yeah. of, of yeah. <laughs> right. uh, uh, collections of books. Because um, any anything, anything can go. It's kind of like a, you know, like a Marvel comic. Like, hey, didn't Black Widow die like four times? Yeah, but she's okay. Just she's, yeah, she's fine. <laughs> Tis but a flesh wound. Uh, uh, so I don't know. There, there's a lot in there. Uh, one thing. In Thrawn Alliances, are, are you you're listening to the audiobook? Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> not to not to poke at it, but yeah. Whenever Vader goes to fight and says double vision, does that annoy you? Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Why does he have to say it every single time he goes into combat? Double vision. I don't Walk know. Left, slash right. right. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know if that's I just... I don't know. <laughs> it was so annoying to me. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. I, I, oh, yeah. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> no, it's good. Get it out. Let it out, you know? Speak your mind, you know? Uh, <laughs> talk your mind. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, I don't know, it's it's cool. I'm glad that I'm, I'm back into to Thrawn, and, and I'm, I'm going to blaze through that, and then I'm going to uh, hop into uh, Treason and, and, and finish it. I was just shocked that it was mentioned and referenced in there i had no idea i had no clue and so anybody who's kind of wondering where all this black spire batu all this stuff is kind of tied in you could i mean it's it's referenced in a lot of different uh books literature and stuff something to watch out for yeah for sure um all right so again we can go in a lot of different directions here i think we're going to save the big stuff for the end we're going to talk some of the you know d23 we'll get back to palpatine we'll get into the mandalorian so a couple of things that you brought up to me and I was wondering about, there's a comic book series for the uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Is that the case? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I actually just uh, did an episode, Power Half Hour, uh, yesterday. No, day before yet. Wait, no. Today's Thursday. <laughs> so hey, no. yesterday, dropped yeah. it today. Uh, the days just meld into each other right now. But yeah, right. Jedi Fallen Order, Dark Temple. Um, I want to say there were five issues, four or five issues of this. Um, so I discussed that a little bit. It, it literally just dropped Wednesday. And it's supposed to be some buildup to, uh, to, the, to the game, some place mm-hmm. setting. And uh, I, I feel like... Uh, I feel like this could be very cool. Basically, right now, we're following a, uh, a Jedi Master and his Padawan as they uh, go out on missions for the, uh, for the Jedi Council. Uh, Padawan's kind of a, a little bit headstrong and uh, kind, of, kind of the classic example of what I've always said about the, the Republic and their, sort of their treating of, of Jedi and sort of how that really sure. isn't all that great. Yeah. Um, but... Very wise master, uh, Cordova, uh, who I swear I've, I've heard that name somewhere, but when I went to look him up, the only only entry was, you know, just what had come from this comic, so maybe I was just misremembering, but um, yeah, yeah. It, it's actually, it's, it's kind of cool. I, I've, uh, it's also a proper length. You know, one of my biggest things about comics is, is some of them seem so small. You know, the story just isn't quite long enough, which is why I hadn't really gotten into them. Sure. But uh, but this one actually seems to be a proper length, leaves on an appropriate uh, cliffhanger. And uh, there's some lore here. I mean, the, this this temple, uh, I believe the planet's called uh, Ontothal or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, 
you know, basically the Jedi are, are going to take a look at this potential temple that may or may not be a Jedi temple. Uh, I mean, it says dark temple, so maybe a Sith temple, who knows? (laughs) But it also has, uh, has the inquisitors in, in there. Uh, as well in the beginning of it so we're going to see some more of the inquisitor uh i don't know i think it could be a cool tie-in because obviously when we get into the the game we just have this surviving padawan with his sort of broken lightsaber and you know having adventures yeah and i think one of the coolest things about a lot of the uh a lot of these books that we're getting now are we're following we're following different folks We're, we're following things from different points of view and uh, and like I said, you know, despite the <laughs> the ups and downs of the council, I still really love to hear about that era. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I I do too, and I, I think it's neat because I've always imagined that you had many other Jedi uh, knights and Jedi masters and Padawans yeah. who were going on numerous errands and you know uh, keeping the peace. They're supposed to be you know keepers of the peace, but we know that it turns to a time of war. Um, so yeah, this this looked kind of cool, and you know. It's just weird how how this drop. We're talking about this dark temple uh, in this comic, and I was just reading again Alphabet Squadron. Do you remember in that in that book when they come across the uh, the temple or the, it, what looks like a um, Jedi temple when they go to get supplies? Alphabet Squadron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was uh, probably one of the coolest things, and definitely drove some interesting opinions of the of the party but yeah Hera Sandula yeah. sent him there she knew about it and she sent him there um right so right. that they could bond but uh I guess I, I guess without getting too spoilery but hey the book's been out mm-hmm. uh how, how far are you in in Alphabet Squadron yeah, I finished it yeah oh you yep. fi- okay sweet yeah so uh Nath do you think he's force sensitive wow um there was something about when they went in that temple yeah. and he just, I don't know, maybe it's just the way I read it or heard it. It's like, he seems a bit more in tune to this place than the others do. It's like, it didn't surprise him. Huh? That's interesting. I just thought maybe he had more, you know, experience or had some background. Seemed maybe. like the older guy, you know, maybe knew more about the lore with Jedi and stuff. Well, Hey, um, listen, something awoke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> something yeah. has, something has awoken. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's crazy you said that because I was even thinking, um, I mean, what what's the deal with Kairos? Because I was like, what the heck? I mean, that is an interesting character. Right you know, there. and that, that's actually a character that a lot of people kind of uh, downgrade a lot because didn't have a huge role in here. was kind of a background, but like, yeah. is she some sort of, it, she has a bowcaster. So my first initial thing was like, is she some sort of like weird deformed Wookiee? Yeah, is wow. that? I, I mean, listen. She she somehow saved um, uh, Karen Aiden. Uh, so was yep. she maybe some sort of Wookiee slave? And you know, they helped each other out. I don't know. Life debt thing, something. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. That 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 book has been very interesting to me. I did not think I would like it as much as I did, and yeah, I was blown away, especially with the other thread uh, that was going through it with the commander. At the end, you know, we, we, like the big reveal yep. at the end. Yeah, on, the major. Which, wow. Yeah. Well, and, and that actually goes to outline an interesting thing. We can kind of segue into a little bit of the other stuff we were talking yeah. about earlier. But, you know, not all Imperials were, quote, evil. Sure. To the core. 
Um, I don't remember his name, but he was he was a major and he was he was in the squadron and he was um, uh, Quell's commanding officer. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's not he's not necessarily a bad bad guy, but he does believe in the empire, mm-hmm. and there are people that believed in a galactic empire. Because I mean, listen. The old republic, uh, and even the the new republic that we've seen in the new films, uh, not always the greatest governing body. You know, one of the things that I've always been a little bit critical of uh, was Mon Mothma and her handling of of government. Because I mean, like when we read Aftermath, I felt like she made some mistakes. Okay. You yeah. know, I mean, I, I I understand peace. I understand wanting to de-arm and all this stuff, but it's it's difficult. Right. But there are people out there that really were okay with the Empire. You know, say, obviously, you don't have it run by an evil megalomaniac like Palpatine and his, you know, crazy enforcer Vader and everything. (laughs) Um, But there were there were were good people in there and there were people that have a have a vision. But it's you know, it just kind of turned into a dictatorship. But they were more universal they had their hands in a lot more stuff. So you take away the corruption and I don't know, it's not great. I wouldn't have chose it. I, you know, I'm, I'm cool with the Republic, but there are a lot of people out in the galaxy that, you know, weren't so adverse to it. And yeah. this major, he goes out and he, <clears throat> he kind of helps some people, you know, he stops that one kid from uh, basically planning a suicide bombing uh, right. of, of the, um, Oh, what's the traitor's, traitor's remorse. Traitor's remorse. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, he he clears out that corrupt, uh, you know, group of Imperials on the first planet he visits and yep. helps like, you know, the locals and everything. So, sure. He's maybe not totally bad, but he's also not yeah, maybe totally good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so we've got more books of that, man. We've got yeah, more to more to do. come for that. Yeah, which which I'm ex- I'm actually excited about. So it's uh it major Soren uh, uh keys, I think, as they say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Soren that was keys. really cool. Um and that's something right for a while they've been trying to to paint the idea that you have people who were literally in the Republic, it was taken over by Palpatine, and all of those people were still working, you know, and they they, they with with one wave of the hand uh, or one grand speech, or what have you. He, I am the Senate, right? I mean, he he takes over, and all these people now are what automatically bad guys. That can't be the case. So now he he does. He's I don't know. He's he's causing corruption and causing. He's he's right. maybe distorting people's perception on stuff. But they talk a lot about uh, in, in that book, like the propaganda, right? About yeah. all the propaganda that was that was fed to people in the galaxy from the the imperials and well yeah yeah exactly and in um oh uh price uh, was y- yolinda price yeah the governor so in the thrawn novels she's in her her story's intertwined in there because obviously in like in like rebels we get the evil governor price right right but she started off as somebody who just wanted to like save her family's mining operation yes Yep. You know what I mean? And she went to Coruscant to try and help her planet of Lothal. Now, through a series of unfortunate events, you know, she kind of became the person who was a diehard Imperial and, you know, sort of that ruler of, you know, with the iron fist. But everybody starts somewhere. Yep. Not, you know, Vader was once young Anakin Skywalker who all he wanted to do was pod race. Yep. 
You know what I mean? So it, the, the, the thing I, I, I'm loving right now is that you, we're getting these backstories to a few people. We're, we're getting sort of um, the, the person behind the character. And that's sure. something like, you know, in the original trilogy and everything, yeah, you had pretty much everybody was just established. You know, for the most part, you had the evil emperor and uh, Vader's obviously got to be evil and all this stuff. Right. Ben's got PTSD up in the up in the hills. You know, he's screeching at sand people. You know, he's a good guy, but he's he's just giving lightsabers to random kids and stuff. You know, I don't I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> he's lost it. He's lost it. Yeah. Old Ben. Yeah. Oh, but well, I'll actually ask you this yeah. because I know you're a huge Obi-Wan fan. What about this Obi-Wan show? Yeah, man. Um I was actually talking to um Alice from uh, Force Toast about this a little bit, and yeah, she was great. By the way, great episode. Yeah, her. yeah, really, really. I uh, was happy to have her on, and we recently had Lindsay on there as well. And yeah, um, I don't know, man. You know, I, I uh, I'm excited for it, but I've, I've been hearing about people. I looked at the timeline. I went back and looked at when when they say this is this is happening, and it looks like it's picking up around the time that people were hoping maybe like Solo Two would would happen. Right, uh, yeah, so yeah, it's it's you know Darth Maul is it's well before anything happens in in Rebels, right? I mean, it seems like it's yes. like like it, we're so the idea is is out there that maybe he might actually interact with with uh, Darth Maul, and there might even be more of a history between those two than we than we ever realized. So well, that's something my brother was really big into because he, you know, he loves the Darth Maul character. When we were kids, you know, he's seven years younger than I am. So he had his Darth Maul dual saber and was whacking me with it as I was whacking him with my mm-hmm. Qui-Gon Jinn lightsaber, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that, that's that's something, something that certainly could happen. Um, I remember you talking a bit about, you know, Maul and that, and I, you know. <sighs> Maul to me was super cool in episode one, and then yep. I was just kind of like, well, you know, I'm I'm okay. I don't I don't really need a ton of Maul, mm-hmm. but as far as I'm concerned, my thought process is is I don't believe that Obi Wan freaking Kenobi, okay, mm-hmm. just sat on his hands learning how to force scream at Banth or at uh, Tuscan Raiders. Come on, yep. for all those years, and that's all he did. Yeah, you know, come yeah. on, he go into the cantina for some death sticks or something. No, right. no, no, no. Listen, this is General Kenobi here, okay? Right. I have to think that we can build in adventures of Kenobi, like some sort of adventures with Kenobi. Yeah. Like he he never had a, a distress call or somebody trying to get in contact with him. There I mean, obviously he's, he's in hiding, but right. You know. Maybe maybe we can build in some story here, but I'm just happy you and McGregor's in. Um, I'm happy that uh, I, I'm cool with the timeline. The whole thing with Solo though is that so we 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 had their their meeting in A New Hope, right? You know, yeah, paying them to transport him. There was no familiarity there, so no, you can't really right. build in a familiarity. Uh, which, which, uh, unless like they just totally forgot each other. I mean, you know, Obi-Wan, he, he completely forgot he, he, about the droids. So yeah, I mean, R2, 
Uh, I don't remember any droids. Right, yeah. Good point. I mean, yep. you know, Anakin made Goldenrod here, but I don't remember him. And R2, right. uh, oh, he did. He helped us a ton, but I don't remember him. Right, those what two together, you? right? Yeah. <laughs> Good point. So who, who, who knows? I mean, obviously, these things are shot in different times, but um, I would... I really want Solo 2 to happen. Yeah. I really enjoyed Solo, but maybe he's working in the background. You know, may, maybe we just see catch a snippet of him, you know, just you and McGregor in the background, just, whoa, and yeah. then he's gone. <laughs> and then he's gone, yeah. Well, and, and so so what I was thinking is, I mean, if, if they're, even if they're going to do this series around that time, what they've told us is, is that um, Darth Maul is a big deal, and he's working with yep. maybe Kira. And uh, the Black Sun, yeah, uh, Crimson, is that what it was called? Uh, Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. Yeah. Yep. Jeez, that was totally wrong. But okay, you're thinking Legends. Dawn. I got there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, think about that. So maybe he does hear rumors of of some of his. Um, oh gosh, you know that he's out there doing something in the underworld. I mean, I mean, Tatooine is a place where I gotta imagine it's it's I mean, it's under hut control and. Uh, they're a bunch of gangsters, right? The right. Huts of gangsters. I mean, so. ne- never seen a you know high more high of scum and villainy or you yeah. Know, so, oh yeah, for sure. So so I'm thinking that he's gonna he's gonna catch some whiff of of what's happening, maybe for with sure. Darth Maul and in his yep. organization, and he might go try to stop it. And I like what you said. Remember when he reprogrammed the distress signal um, that was calling all the Jedi back to the temple. Uh, yeah. And he he reprogrammed that to kind of you know warn them to to stay away. Uh, first of all, he's a hero for doing that. That's the reason oh, we yeah. have the, the, some of these Padawans and some of these other uh, Jedi Knights who 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 make it and who are you know they're being tracked down by the Inquisitors. But yep. some of them are making it. That's where we're getting some of our stories. Um, Very true. Yeah. So it's like maybe one of them does reach out or, or something. Could you imagine if if Obi Wan was just like walking through? He's sitting, he's sitting, sitting at the cantina. And he's being tracked by someone, and all of a sudden he, he's he's been away from it for from, from a long for for a long time, and and it's like it's some Padawan or someone tracks him down, and he's put in a hard spot where maybe Luke is in danger, or uh, yeah. and and he doesn't know you know should I go help this this um, this guy out? Should I stay? Right. Should I leave? All that kind of stuff. I think was going to be weighing on his mind. Well, and and Tatooine is. Um Obviously, we're we're dealing with it kind of out of the way, but Tatooine is seemingly known in the galaxy. I mean, it's it's not like nobody knows where where about Tatooine. I mean, I could think of so many things that could happen, but like, I mean, at a very basic level, let let me tell you about something that I do need to see. Okay, this okay. is a need. Uh a little bit of Qui Gon Force Ghost. <laughs> yes. yes, I mean. It, he obviously learns how to how to you know become one with the force after his death he 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 learns this at the end of uh, revenge of the sith uh we have that you know that little piece with yoda and you know talking about an old friend sure. so you know maybe there's a little bit more uh of communication with yoda but definitely there's got to be the communication between him and qui-gon and furthering the force lore yeah yeah yeah, so I, I think, think so that too. would be really cool. Yeah, that that would be neat because he he has to develop and learn that uh, that that ability because we see him use it in in uh, in, in episode uh, four. Like, as you say, right. you know, the force scream is not the only thing he's working on out there. So, um, 
you just flail your arms a lot and scream at the top of your lungs. <laughs> Seriously. Let me I bounce know. one other idea off of you here. Yeah. Okay. And then we yeah. can we can move on to whatever you want to talk about. Sure. But what if what if we have a young Luke Skywalker? He's just working on the moisture evaporators. And one day that crazy old Ben Kenobi comes up and he says, you know, Owen, Baru, uh, it's time. It's time for me to train Luke in the ways of the force. Wow. And Uncle Owen, no, you get out of here, you crazy space cowboy. You get out of here now and like have that confrontation. But like, I mean, listen, Obi-Wan's from that old school, you know, where you were effectively plucked young uh, before you even really knew the bonds of your family. You were taught the ways of the force. So he's still a part of that old world. Right. Even though he was at the cusp of the end. But you never, I mean, what? He never thought in, in all those years to, to train Luke? Sure. I mean, listen, eventually this kid's going to have to do something. He's He can't stay hidden forever. Yeah. So, well, and I would assume that Obi-Wan from time to time checked in. But what if, what if one day he just says, it's time. I've got to train him. We've got to, yeah. we've got to. No, he will not end up like his father. You failed his his father. You failed Anakin. Mm-hmm. You need to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I could. I mean, wow. I mean, and then him being like uh, beholden unto the old code and stuff. He wouldn't. He wouldn't yeah. cause any any any, any violence with um, Uncle Owen, right? I mean, he, right. he would probably just let let it go. Uh, you know, I I ima- I like that because I could imagine later on Obi Wan seeing that the Force had brought Luke to him, in, yep. in a way. You know, these things are starting to kind of. He feels a disturbance. He feels something. Um, maybe it's a, the first awakening, right, or something. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I could totally see him getting turned down and and not and being sort of like, well, "What do I do?" You know? Right. Um, well, and, and it's it's clear that he and Luke have crossed paths. You know, Luke is like, "Oh, I wonder if you mean old Ben Kenobi." Yep. So yep. it's it's clear they know each other. So maybe they run into each other from time to time. You know, Luke's trading out some power converters at Taji Station. I don't know. Yeah. And Ben just happens to be there. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, you see, you got some more power converters over here. You gonna you gonna go, uh, you know, bullseye some womp rats later?" <laughs> right. Yeah. His T sixteen. Yeah. The old. Oh my gosh! Wow. You get the skyhopper out. Wow. I just um, I just think that there's there's definitely a lot more that you can do. I've heard a lot of people say that we don't need this, but personally I think there's a lot more that we can explore. Well, you see, I really want it and I'm I'm all for it. I am a big I just I want it to be done so well. I want it to be like the coolest, yeah. most epic thing out there and that's I guess what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. I I don't I don't even know what I want. I'm hoping that Disney knows what I want and they're going to give it to me. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll I'll tell you what, if if the Mandalorian is as good as I think we all think it is, I think that they have the curve on on the the proverbial streaming TV show. I think they'll do right by it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. So, uh, well, here you go. What one more uh, shout out here to my buddy, uh, to our buddy, Lane Smith. He was telling me the other day he was talking about uh Obi-Wan a little bit, and we were texting back and forth, and, and he said something like, could you imagine, so all, all this heavy work and this heavy lifting that, that we're doing for the Mandalorian and for uh, um, just all the things things that Disney are, are, are doing, he said, think about it in terms of like Luke, right, Wa- going out and collecting all the, the moisture 
uh, for, from the moisture evaporators, whatever he's doing, and then he's walking back and, and just to kind of you know uh, trip and fall and uh, all of it just evaporates, right? You know, could you <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> I was like, dude, why, I, the way his mind works, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> he has a unique mind, but on, yeah. he he thinks about things that that people would not think about. It, it's it is really good. Yeah, I know, he's crazy, crazy. <laughs> just trip and drop. Shout, yeah, shout, <laughs> shout out to Lane. I, I actually told him I was like, you know, that's kind of like what happens when I edit a whole podcast in and my my computer <laughs> crashes and I have to start back over. There's no getting it back, you know. Yeah. Um, anyways, but uh, yeah. Okay. So so with that, yeah. Let's 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 um jump into some other things. I mean, you were kind of talking. We're talking a little bit about the Mandalorian there, and we're we're how it's going to be the the TV show, hopefully of all TV shows, and it's it's a big um, part of the big launch for the Disney Plus streaming service. I'm excited for it. Are you're excited? Right. We're we're thinking it's going to be epic. Y- yeah. Um. So we were all at Celebration, obviously, in Chicago. Yep. Um, that was, I, I had the VIP pass, so I got to sit like pretty much front and center. I think that was one of the ones where Lindsay wasn't able to save me a seat in the front, front row. Yeah. So I was maybe like two rows back because uh, that was one people were piling in for. But yeah. um, but we were all in the room and, man, so we had we had the little trailer thing and we're like, Oh, looks awesome. And then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, do you guys, uh, I don't know. Would you like to see, uh, you know, part of an episode? <laughs> it's yeah. like, what? What? <laughs> so we got to watch like 10 minutes of, of an episode. And, yeah. you know, I think that the new trailer definitely portrays a little bit more of the grit and the dark, but that, that 10, whatever, 10, 15 minutes of the episode, hooked me so hard i was like this is going to be epic when he walks into that room with just those six or whatever dusty stormtroopers with blasters pointed and then just this imperial sitting at a desk i was like something's gonna be super cool here man yep you know old (laughs) chuck shout out again to alice she she uh pointed out uh old uh, bill withers you know chubbs yeah it's like when i saw him it's like just tap it in just a little <laughs> tap tap taparoo <laughs> oh god oh but anyway you yeah, know it, it it looks it looks epic um we haven't heard the mandalorian actually talk you know pedro pasquale talk yeah um yeah. we haven't seen the the helmet removed or anything like that uh, I'll be interested in that. We didn't really see many of the the uh, the other supporting characters. Sure, uh, you know, we, obviously Gina Carano, I think, is going to uh, play a, a reasonably big part here, among others. Right. But yeah, man, I mean, it, it looks epic. And the biggest thing, uh, well, I don't want to say the biggest thing, but one of the biggest supporting things that I read this week and we were talking about earlier was mm-hmm. apparently this is going to help set up some backstory into the first order in this series. Wow. Yeah. That when you told me that I was like, wait, are you serious? I mean, cause we were talking about, it starts, it, this is going to take place five years after the return of the Jedi. And we know that. So, so before what we're going to see here in, in November, before it takes place, we had return. Then we had aftermath and we have some of the events of alphabet squadron and stuff like that. So we have some books to kind of tell us, what happened to that imperial remnant but clearly right. some of them are left over i mean and there's right they're on the run or they're in, they're they're held up somewhere or they're they're holding out for something 
Yeah, and that's that's the interesting thing here because obviously the the job, at least from this clip that we saw, the job that uh, our Mandalorian friend is here is getting is from uh, you know an imperial quote mm-hmm. imperial. I don't know. I think go, you know governor or moff or, or whatever he yeah. is. Um, so they're clearly still out there. They're clearly still in some sort of power. Although in this new trailer, we have you know uh, trooper helmets on pikes. Uh, yep. So obviously where we're at is not very friendly to them, but they're still out there. Um, and one of the things that I, I kind of enjoyed a little bit in some of the old canon stuff was, you know, the interactions with the Imperial Remnant and some of what they did. And and I kind of I kind of wish we could tie that in a little more because the the Galactic Empire was big. <laughs> so yes, it was yeah. big. It involved a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I'll be interested to see that. I mean, I. I Hey, I'm just gonna say it. Maybe the Mandalorians hunting Snoke. Okay, maybe that's who the. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's I, who the <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. So let's let's just go ahead and go crazy here, all right? Because I mean, we'll we'll kind of blend these two and 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 talk about uh, some of what we've seen in the sequels, and then maybe what we're gonna see in uh, the Rise of Skywalker. I mean, it's it shown us what the Rise of Skywalker has done is it's shown us some of the leftover bits and pieces of the empire and the emperor yes. himself. So it's like, holy cow. I mean, yes, uh, Gallius Rex, right. And Admiral Sloan yep. did their whole thing on Jakku. We got battlefront and yep. we had the battle of Jakku and it was, it was awesome. It was epic. Uh, they then left and go to the unknown regions and they're doing, you know, Minoc knows what, right. They're just going crazy, but <sighs> yeah, now, we have then with the Mandalorian, we have leftovers. We have people who, you know, were, um, I mean, either didn't make it or they weren't uh, in the know or they were pinned down by by uh, rebels slash New Republic. I mean, we, we don't really know uh, what's going on or what planet we're in or what region of the galaxy we're in, but uh they're left over and we're going to kind of figure out whether they make it or are they, are they searching for something? Is there, here's, here's another question I have, right? So we talk about the contingency plan and we understand from in in new canon, sort of what Palpatine uh, was working there. We uh, had, um, Oh, operation uh, cinder, right? Uh huh. Yep. Operation cinder was, yeah. Is that the first order? That's the first, is that the first, um, yeah. Well, yeah, sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say. So y- yeah, Cinder was um, was sort of Palpatine's ragey retaliation for sure. Sure. Uh, sort of a the punishment for defying me. Um, but I, I think as as far as the big thing was was definitely what what Ray Sloan wound up going to the unknown region and helping create. Which coincidentally, man, I gotta tell you. If I don't get to see Ray Sloan in some form or fashion in a movie or in TV or somewhere else other than a book, yeah. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of a little angry about that because I would have loved to have seen her just walk in in the Last Jedi yeah. somewhere because uh, she's an epic character and she went through a ton in the aftermath series yeah. and then made the choice. Ma- Listen. The the entire First Order, I believe, hinged on her choice yeah. to take the Super Kids, the Huxes, you know, Hux yep. Sr. And, and little Armitage Hux yep. uh, out to the Unknown Region and really get this thing rolling. 
Yep. Uh, so she's as big a part as as it of anyone is, in my opinion. Yeah. But that we haven't seen her sort of, or I think there was a bit of a mention of her name maybe in the Last Jedi, if I remember correctly. Okay. But I I would like more. Hey, maybe that's who the Mandalorian's hunting. Well, <laughs> and, and see, I was I was trying to think like what, like what what does happen with with that character, right? Because yeah. I, I I wonder if um. Because, because you know, when when Snoke takes over, I mean, what was the transition in power like? We we were asking these questions back after Empire's End, when yeah. we knew a little bit about Snoke, and and we were thinking about, well, how did it go from Sloane to Snoke? I mean, could you imagine if the Mandalorian has a role and does actually acquire her and bring her back, or maybe she leaves and realizes like stuff's crazier than she thought, and it was it was, uh, you know, it's she got in over her head. Who, who knows? But she is a big deal, and that whole transition is just wild. I mean, what if she's coming back to gather more of the remnant? Uh, I don't know. Right. It, it, it is kind of tough to trace right now. We, we Again, this is sort of the, the only nitpick, really, that I have anymore of The Last Jedi is just the fact that we, we kind of created more questions than what we answered in that sure. movie, uh, yeah. in my opinion. Um, yeah. But... The, the the transition of Snoke is just such still such a mysterious character. He was just cut in half. You know what I mean? And, I, yeah. and I've said this, and I'll continue to say it. He's not dead until the end credits of Episode Nine roll. Okay, and we're completely sure. out of the theater. But yeah, where does he come in? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we don't ha- really have much of a tie-in of Thrawn into this into the 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 Skywalker saga of movies, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause there's a lot happening in the Thrawn books. Uh, yep. so we, we still need that common thread. We still need that common thread to tie everything together and, and bring it all into one, one big picture. And, um, maybe the Mandalorian can do that. I mean, he's, he's kind of, you know, one guy, he's, you know, the gunfighter, you know, the gunslinger of the galaxy, but, Maybe he is getting put in the scenario or in the situation where he is about to see the galaxy in a much bigger way. And yeah. maybe, just maybe, uh, through him, we see the threads of, of the whole plan uh, sort of fall into motion. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. It's it's tough. I, I'm just, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. No, so November's my birthday. My, my birthday's in November anyway. Yeah. So I'm just saying that all of this stuff is just one giant birthday present to me. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, your birthday's in December, right? So I yes, mean, it you, is. <laughs> it's just it's it's our big birthday lead ups. It's all great. Right. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're we're plugging our birthday hard here, guys. Just so you know. So. Oh man. Well, so I like what you're saying about the bridge that that TV show can be because we've had uh, we have we have books, we got comic books, we have literature, uh, we have video games. We even have animated TV shows. So now the step up, the bridge between all of those could be this live-action TV show. I mean, even if they were talking or mentioning uh, Snoke or they mentioned Sloan in, in this show and, right. and talked about it, it then were live-action and we're talking about a character that's in literature, that's in books. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Exactly, kind of crazy. Yeah, that's that's and, and cool. A lot of the tie into some of our book characters is is really nice. I know I know there's been talk about like, hey, are we ever going to see, um, you know, Ahsoka Tano 
in live mm-hmm. action, you know, as, as, you know, like maybe as Fulcrum, you know, her, her, sure. her character, you know, her alias that she went by or something like that. So I, yep. I don't know, man. I mean, it's, there's still so much we, we could tie in, but the one thing, especially for the casual fan, cause there's a lot of casual fans of star Wars and that's great that only yes. watch the movies. And if it's not canonized in a movie, sometimes it gets diminished now for for nerds like us out on the yeah. outcast just out in the galaxy and we've got the antennas up just trying Blind to you know, search out yep. whatever we got we're gonna lap all that stuff up no matter what our feelings are of the company putting it out or blah blah, blah or the decisions are made we're gonna lap it up because we want yeah. that lore yeah but I, I feel like i feel like the tv show is right now in in the time we're living in Streaming services are king. Uh, people aren't watching normal cable as much anymore, and if they are, they're DVRing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the streaming service and, and getting a, a medium and Disney Plus, I think, is like priced just right. You can get the what is it, the Disney, the ESPN, and then the, yeah, the package Hulu or whatever package yep. for like the same price as Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I think they're setting up, and hopefully, when we get these shows, that can be our video bridge something canonized in a video format that people can watch and consume without actually having to pick up a book or or listen to an audio book or a comic book or something that could get lost in the minutia. Well, as you say, so if you go from being uh, the casual fan or just just a a fan who, I don't even know, you know, people maybe who watch the movies and they're diehard movie fans uh, might not like the term casual fan, but, uh, you know, whatever, it's... It's um, yeah. it would. I mean, I'm gonna call you casual fan. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> you bunch of shells. But, oh, look out now! Look out. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, like, I guess if, if you're if you're someone like that and you want to go listen or you want to go watch a, a TV show that does expand the universe, there you go. There's your there's your step down, right? You're, you're, I mean, wow. Uh, probably gonna be a step up with uh, as good as the Mandalorians looking, but uh, yeah, you, you start to then expand, you get more, but you don't have to go as crazy as as you and I as as to read every comic book we can and read every book, right? Um, and so yeah, I don't know. I mean, like for example, Re- Rebel Force Radio, who we, we we you know we went up to Cleveland and, yep. and watched. Those guys are are more uh, just the the movies type of guys. Right. They don't really consume all of the other stuff. Yeah, and, and you know that that's that's cool. Uh, yeah. The video format is a, is a is a great way to get into things. I mean, you're you've experienced that in your projects and and so yeah. forth. You know, people sometimes just like to have that connection to to something that they can see visually. Sure. And and even with that, you know, when I was a kid, I read all the time. I was a big reader, yeah. Uh, so much so that we, you know, I was at the library at least once a week because my mom didn't want to buy me all these books and sink all this money into these books. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like reading as an adult is a time commitment. Um, sure. And it does take it does take time, uh, and that's just time some people won't won't put aside. So again, the visual element, I I think we could really bridge a gap in the Mandalorian and. I just think it's the right time frame. Yeah, yeah. I hear the big you. question is, is still like, who is this guy hunting? Yeah, who is he hunting? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, do you have answers for that? I mean, you, oh god, you, I've I've tried. Like, I, I've actually went on and like, you know, type in like 
ages of Star Wars characters <laughs> along this yes. time frame. Because I think that there was, there was a part in there where they were guessing that the, the target... And they didn't get male or female, but they said like around 50, I think. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was a part where there was that like doctor guy because the, like the, the governor was like, you know, dead or alive, whatever. I understand sure. your profession, but the doctor, no, dead. Blah, 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 I don't like that. Yep. Um, I think really the only character that was like really, really around the age as a main character, you know, that's established it was like Mon Mothma. But yeah. if we're going after Mon Mothma, I'm not going to be very happy about that. No, yeah, that that would be, that yeah. No, no disrespect to Mon. I I kind of try and get it, but I don't fully get it. But still, I don't need Mon Mothma in this story. Well, and I also wouldn't quite quite get it. That's a huge. That's not just a. That's not just a big bounty. That that's insane. You know that right. that's t- attacking the. Co- that would be crazy. But yeah, but I mean, I get that. Yeah, I was doing the same thing, trying to figure out like age wise who are we who are we looking at there, and I, I don't quite understand what Thrawn's age. It would yeah. be could be. All that good stuff. I was God, thinking maybe wouldn't that, wouldn't that. I just I would love to see Thrawn retied because obviously he was in Rebels, but I would love to see Thrawn just tied in to a live yeah. action for some reason. I don't know if you would just paint some guy blue or just do like you know a dude but CGI'd. I would have to assume. Yeah. yeah. Um, just just hear that slurring kind of speech. You know, just crawl out of somewhere. Right. Right. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, it would. Uh, I mean, it would literally blow our minds, wouldn't it? I mean, it would just be. It would. It would. It would be crazy, if, especially if at the very end or something, we it was revealed who 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 we were after. I mean, that would be that'd be crazy. I mean, it would, it, we would start to answer questions like, "What happened to Ezra Bridger?" Then we're then we're tying in the Rebels <sighs> series and the books into into this um, TV show, and 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 uh, I mean, if I'm Disney too, that's a way. To send people from TV show even further into your universe, right? I think it would be a great tie-in. I mean, honestly, being honest with you, I didn't watch Rebels until recently, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure I'd even be interested, but I got to say, out of all the animated series, Rebels is my favorite. Me too, yep. That one is epic. Uh, The characters are awesome. I like the stories. Um, But there's 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 a ton of juicy stuff in that series, that you could latch on to. And if you could tie those in, and I know technically cartoon kid stuff, but honestly, some of those were kind of dark. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But if you could tie those in and bring those characters to life a little bit more, I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. For example, I, I was uh, back to the Thrawn Alliances book. They're tying in things that um, Kanan is mentioned in there, right? I mean, yeah. you've not, you're, you're, you're mentioning, you you mentioned him. They, they, there was a, a subtle reference to the Bendu and stuff like that. And you're like, "Yep, what the heck?" I mean, like, like Palpatine is really involved in everything and thinking about things, yes. and just he's he's completely in 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 charge here. And it's like once you realize how much he's just got his fingers or his Force lightning kind of woven into everything, <laughs> it, it may, yeah makes sense why he's he's coming back in, in the Rise of Skywalker, but. Um, but is, know, he, is he is coming he? back as so? So there we go. There we go. Let's <laughs> let's just uh, let's just jump to it. Let's just let's talk about the rise of Skywalker. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I thought it was a joke. I, well, I, I I couldn't believe it. Let me take you back, and and we'll talk about the joke too because I was there for it. But yeah, let me take you back to celebration. You, I don't think you got into that one, did you? 
You weren't. No, in the room. I did not. Oh and you God. told me I could have. And I am. Well, see, that was that was a. A, a, a fortunate flub on my part because like there was some confusion for me this is the first celebration i ever been to got vip passes was like i have no idea what to do yep. i didn't know because there was some confusion about like basically what they were telling us is that initially there was no reserve seating for vips there was a section but we weren't really sure about it sure. so i took that i misread and thought i had to apply for a panel lottery as yeah. well um so i did <laughs> And I wound up getting in to like two panels. I Jeez. tried to give you the code. I was like, dude, you got to get in this. You got to get in. Right. Sitting in there watching that trailer for the first time, the sound, the people going nuts. Right. Uh, Palpatine himself walking out and telling him to roll it again was, was an epic moment. Yep. Hearing that cackle was epic. And then fast forward to what, like a week or two ago, you know, we're we're out at our good buddy Lane's. We're helping with a project, <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. look over to you, and you you're you're blind. You're basically Kane and Jarrus. That's right, I was. Yeah, you've, you've been blinded. You've got your you've got your sunglasses. We're playing some Corey Hart. You know, I, right. sunglasses at night. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, I look over to you, and I said, I just got a text from our good friend Lindsay from Clashing Sabers, and I said, Ez, dude. You know, so so yeah, the the ray with the dual bladed lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, dual bladed red lightsaber, dark cloak. I just remember looking over at you. I was like, I tried, and you're like, you're lying. Right. You you did not believe me. I did. I honestly did not believe you. And I, I just looked at you for a second. I was just like, why? I was thinking in my head, what is he doing? Is he trying to? <laughs> does does I was like, does Dave really think I, I'm I'm that? Like that, I'm gonna that I'm gonna bite here. That this is like I'm like that's not gonna work. Just because I I'm dealing with uh, I'm recovering from LASIK and and everything. Don't don't take advantage of me over here, you know. But I was you kept going, you kept telling. And I'm like there ain't no way. There's just no way. I was like they would not do that. And uh, then he started telling me that Lindsay was following it, and I'm just like this. Hold on, hold on. And then we had to go inside. and Yeah, we went in and sat down and called Lindsay and had this whole council going on. And <laughs> Jeez. It's, it's just, it's wild. It's wild to think about. So I honestly think that the two things, so, so at first I thought that Palpatine is not going to be that big of a deal. I thought, okay, fine, they, they, it's, it's shock value. He might have one moment where there's a subtle reference to him. And then... Mm-hmm. All this stuff is coming out that it's something that is explained. And, like, Daisy Ridley is kind of, like, talking about, like, well, you know. Yes. It's more significant than maybe uh, – he, then he's on the poster. He's on yep. the daggone poster. Which so, was an epic poster. I yeah. want that poster, and I want it now. I need to hang it in my office. Right, right. I I just – did, did you see all the comments about how they said it looked a little bit like a Rebels Palpatine? Did you hear any of that? comment uh i don't think so no so some people are saying if you really look at it it looks a little bit uh, i don't know so go back and there's there's memes out there of of um palpatine and rebels and then what we see on that poster and some people have, it's interesting just okay. just when, when you look at it uh but anyways mind-blowing that he's on the poster we heard the laugh we see yep. the death star so it's got to be a big deal. I mean, he's behind building the Death Star. He's behind, I mean, supposedly there's all this hinting that he's behind the creation of Anakin. So 
Right. If this is a Skywalker saga, he's he is the creator, if you will. <sighs> yeah, it, it, there's there's a lot to unpack. Um, so let, let's just overarching question: Is Palpatine actually in the movie? Um, initially, my whole thing was I thought we were going to get maybe like the last Sentinel, the the last you know whatever Wraith or Sentinel, whatever you want to call it, but the yeah. last Palpatine droid. Uh, you know, because even in in Alphabet Squadron, we had we had one. We did. Um, yep. Didn't talk, but was there with with uh, with grandmother, and she basically died. You know, right. cursing out this droid. Yep. You know, essentially. So that's originally what I thought because we, we, you know, we got the Sith troopers, which was a that was a curveball in and of itself. Yeah, it was because we, we had constantly been saying there's no Sith in this movie. There's no Sith in this movie. Kylo Ren's not a Sith. Snoke's not a Sith. Right. And then we have literally they're calling them Sith troopers, and red has always been that color of you know like the the guards, like Palpatine's guards and all this stuff. Yep. Um. So initially i was like i think it's going to be a sentinel i think we're going to maybe get an old sith temple the last sentinel's there maybe there's some guards i don't know yeah um but but there's something here to tie in to the to the creation of the first order and maybe we're going to get a ray and kylo confrontation here because they're both looking for quote something Mm -hmm. something important uh, something that will, I don't know, turn the tide or something, you know, searching out the meaning of of it all. Right. And I, it's it's been really hard because, like, obviously, when, he, when you see him on the poster, it's like, oh, my God, this guy has to be a big part of this, right? He's got to be huge. But I still have a hard time believing we're going to see a flesh and blood Palpatine. You know, yeah. he was he was literally thrown down that that chamber of the Death Star. What did what did he do? Did he lay a fly himself away or something? Or yeah, I, I hope not. Let's not get too goofy here, okay? Right. Uh, and I I don't really like the idea of introducing like clones into a movie, especially in the third movie in a trilogy, or like you know some sort of possession. I, I don't know that I really want to see that so much. Um. I, I still kind of hold on to the, the Sentinel or or maybe, maybe. Let me let me just throw this out here. So mm-hmm. the Ray footage. We yeah. talked about this pretty extensively among all of our friends and ourselves and all this. For me, I don't think that that's something Ray's turning the dark side. I don't, I don't think that's possible. Yeah. What I always thought it was was this is a force vision for Kylo. Okay. Okay. So Kylo Ren, either it's a test or it's something that he encounters. He he wanted Ray. He wanted Ray to join him. Yes. In his conquest, he felt something there that you know the hand touching. You know, I mean, she saw him shirtless. So in Disney terms, that means they're practically married. I mean, they held hands and she saw him shirtless. So they're they're basically married in Disney. That, terms. That's true. Yep, they're having uh, kids. Yep. <laughs> But I think that this this character of Kylo is built upon obsession. You know, he has this personality that's very outbursts, uh, jealousy, like with Hux, um, very angry, so so in touch with his anger and this passion. And he sees someone who's she's 
maybe she's like me. Maybe there's something here. So maybe mm-hmm. this is some sort of connection or build off the connection that they have or some sort of for- force vision that's brought on by maybe by Palpatine in some form or fashion yep. that shows him, you know, she's going to destroy you. She yep. is going to destroy you. She is go. She will turn. I will use her to destroy you, <laughs> yes. or something, something like that, to to a point to torture him. Okay, because yep. he's a tortured soul. Even Snoke, uh, with the mask, you know, you're a child. You're a child with a mask, or or whatever that that right. line was. Um, and I think that that this is actually a vision for him and his own test of faith, either in the dark side. Or a potential way to sort of turn him to the light when he sees Dark Ray coming at him with this dual blade lightsaber to strike him down. And he's defenseless like he was potentially when, you know, Luke came into his room and had that moment of his own weakness. Yeah. So I kind of feel like that's going to be more on him. But then the question becomes, and this is where I have trouble because I don't want to be too, I don't want to commit myself because we... Listen, you know, we had so many Snoke theories leading to Last Jedi. We had so many theories about it. I had everything worked out in my head. And when I watched it the first time, I was like, oh, oh, what what the crap, man? What's going on? You know, (laughs) it took me a couple views of that really to understand stuff like in the way I do now. But at the end of it, how? How does this happen? Yeah. And this is where I think you get that that Palpatine tie-in because I think that they have to go. Maybe it's his essence tying on to the Death Star. Maybe it's a a Sith holocron, or maybe it's the Sentinel, or you know, maybe it, it's got to be something tying to him. Mm-hmm. And then we got to think about finish what you started. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Finish what you started. Is he yep. is he speaking to? you know, his grandfather, or is he speaking in some way to Palpatine? It finished what you started, Palpatine, uh, you know, making this, this unstoppable force invader, or was it finished what you started, Grandpa, mm-hmm. destroying the Emperor? Yeah. You know what I mean? Th- that's important. I-, I think it's personally important. What is he trying to finish? It is I can't important. believe it's just like he-, he just wants to go kill some more younglings. No, no. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. Kill all the younglings you can. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's yeah. he's got to get his count up. You know, how many younglings uh, did uh, did Anakin polish off? Yeah, exactly. Well, he's, he, I mean, he's right. Uh, old Papal Vader, right? He's he's got a he's got a <laughs> old Papal. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to he's got to live up to it. I mean, so so he, hear me out, okay? Y- you were kind of asking the question. Is Palpatine back in the flesh and blood? Okay. I hadn't thought too much about it. I mean, I've been thinking about it, but I, I I was leaning more towards the force essence transfer, the Okay. Him the the, the Sentinel, uh you know, when you go into Jedi temples or you go into to even maybe a Sith temple, we we've seen Yoda interacting with Darth Bane and all sorts of crazy True. stuff, right? So the, we could do something like that. But I actually now, in just this past week, have started to believe he is back in the flesh and blood. And here's why. <laughs> it's a crazy reason, but 
We know, and the first one's obvious. Darth Maul fell down a, a long, you know, he was cut in half. He was cut in half, <sighs> and he fell down. Yeah. And yeah. he fell down a huge, you know, hole. Now, here's another one. Luke Skywalker's hand was taken off, no, and no. he fell down a huge, huge hole. You know? The huge holes don't seem to kill anybody in Star Wars. They don't. <laughs> they don't seem to kill anybody. So, I, 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 I'm sorry, but I've got to say that there's actually evidence that he, he being more powerful than both of those individuals, uh, could could survive. I mean, and then also if he's able to hide himself from and conceal his presence from the Jedi Council when they're sitting across the table from him. My goodness. It's it's a good point. He totally could do that. It, it's just whether or not Disney and J.J. and George Lucas, when he came in to do some of the... Were, are they that bold? Are they that bold to say right. he's been he's been back? Um, Kind of a, a funny little... And I, this is somewhat spoiler. I, sent it on, I put it out there on Twitter. I'm surprised I haven't got some hate for it or whatever. But <laughs> I, I was looking... We all uh, know how you spoil things. As. Oh, dude. I, I, there was I, one particular <laughs> video... <laughs> I mean, Kanan <laughs> dies, okay? Let me just tell you right now. <laughs> He's dead. Oh, I definitely spoiled that for the internet. I mean, it was the oh, most viewed video ever um, that I've ever had. More views I've ever had. Uh, but, yeah, anyways. So, I'm looking at this Kylo Ren comic, yeah. right? Age of Resistance, where he goes back to Dagobah. And I don't think I'm spoiling much of anything because Star Wars kind of... This it's was... this there. was Yeah, they put it on their main site. And... I'm looking at Snoke as he walks in with Kylo to Dagobah, and they talk about being able to almost sense uh, Skywalker's presence or like the the uh, the impression that he left on this place. Yeah. And Snoke says something interesting. He said, "He said, uh, if I had your uncle by my side instead of you, the galaxy would have been mine a long." time ago and i'm like hold on a second hold on hold everything if i had your uncle by my side instead of you the galaxy would have been mine a long time ago now some people say well palpatine already had the galaxy you know he was he was the emperor not necessarily he was fighting a you know he was he 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 wanted skywalker he wanted another he wanted another apprentice i mean he knew uh, that he could be a powerful ally if he could be turned to the dark side. Uh, and he's fighting against the rebels, and he's always been trying to gain more and more and more territory. Uh, we know that he had something was on his mind. We know he had he was he was sensing several disturbances, and Thrawn Alliance is one of the first ones. He sends him out to Batu, which which we realize. Uh, he's he's sensing later on in, in the um, Gosh, in in the uh, aftermath series, at the at the kind of the start of that, when he's when he's recruiting uh, Gallius, like he he realizes there's something out there in the unknown region. He doesn't know what it is. Yeah. So and and he does sort of foresee multiple outcomes to the Battle of Endor and what could happen. I, I mean, maybe he does want to. It's sort of like, oh, if this one doesn't work, if if, if I don't win this, and somehow I'm countered here in the, in the Empire does burn I, I believe he saw that as a possibility just didn't think it was gonna it was gonna you know come true and then right. he's shocked when vader throws him down the the pit or whatever he still got force lightning pulsing through him he literally all, all he all vader does is pick him up and throw him down a shaft uh, true <laughs> and it's like so if they wanted to 
it's almost it's more believable that he would survive than a wounded Luke falling down through through Cloud City. I understand there's, you know, and they don't explain it in the movie, but there is explanation as to how he was, you know, uh, found his way into one of those you know, shafts. Uh, well, the, and yeah, I mean, there and there was time too of him being thrown down before the Death Star explodes. I mean, Luke sure. drug his dad through the entire ship. You know, exactly. So exactly. There's definitely time. Yeah. Now, l- let me ask you this though. Let's say okay, Emperor survives. Is that, in your opinion, a satisfying conclusion though mm. to Anakin Skywalker's storyline? No, because the, the whole. whole the whole yeah. thing is his redemption was tied to turning away from his master, quote, killing him and, mm-hmm. you know, attempting to, in a few seconds, reconcile with his son. Yep. Do you think that that's, that diminishes Anakin Skywalker's in any way? Yes, I do a little bit, actually. And, and I think the only way you, c- you can maybe kind of, uh, if you bring Palpatine back in the flesh and blood and you say he survived... The only way to fix that or to reconcile it, I guess, in for, for people like me who, who would have a, a, l- a little bit of a problem with it, would be to make sure that Anakin has a major role in his defeat through Ben or through Rey or what yeah. have you. I mean, we don't know. They, they keep showing us that Yoda, I mean, I think I was, I was huge, that he could influence the world around him as a force ghost, not just through his words and his wisdom and, and right. guiding, but he could actually uh, interact with the world around him. You know, Obi-Wan... He, 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 he struck the tree down with lightning in exactly. The Last Jedi. Yeah. Struck it down. Boom, it's gone. Obi-Wan literally says, strike me down and I will become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. What does that power look like? Oh, uh, yeah. uh, one of the things Obi-Wan says as well, when he goes to fight Vader, he says, you know, I cannot interfere. Um, actually, I think he says I, either he can't or he won't. I, I, I have to go back and look at the quote. But yeah. I've mentioned it before. You've heard me talk about it. The idea that George maybe wanted uh, Yoda and, and Obi-Wan to fight against the, the Emperor at first while Luke and Vader fought. And then, you know, he kind of had that whole... They, obviously, they changed that up and, and decided to go a different route. But the fact that he thought Force Ghosts could interact and still fight yeah. and have... makes me think, by God... I mean, if it if it is old Palpy's back, then I'm I'm wanting Anakin Skywalker to step back into the into the universe and and finish this. So let let me let me just paint a scene for you. Let me see what you think of this. So Palpatine's back in this scenario. He's he's there. You know, he maybe he's Force Lightning Ray, and hey, maybe even Ben turns back, and they're both trying to fight him, and and he's striking him down. <laughs> yeah. So what if you just see? What if you just see like <laughs> Force Obi Wan goes, you know, Force Ghost Yoda, Force Ghost uh, Hayden Christensen show up, and then they just they just start battling Palpatine as well. Wow, wow, that it'd be crazy. Like <laughs> it would be wild. I mean, it would be like, uh, did you see there was a meme out there the other day? Oh, well, it's probably not for a while. Where. Uh, th- the uh, Palpatine turns around. It's when Mace Windu shows up with Kit Fisto and those guys. Yeah. And 
instead of those guys, they photoshopped in there like basically the Jedi Council and said yeah. what a little bit of patience would have done. You know? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was good. Yeah, There's yeah. actually been some some great some great memes coming out of this. Uh, uh, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh so, goodness. But well, I, I yeah. don't know. I mean, I, I would love to see potentially like more Force Ghosts. I, you know, people gave Hayden Christensen a lot of crap. And to be honest with you, some of the acting in like, you know, episode two was a little spotty. I think yeah. the chemistry between him and um, uh, Natalie Portman was a bit off at that point. Sure. But, you know, I, I would love to give him a fair shake, uh, you know, to kind of come back and, and make right. Because I still believe if you're going to talk about chosen one, chosen one, I still think that's Anakin. Yeah. That hasn't wavered. He did technically bring balance to the force. I mean, at the time you had two Sith and thousands of Jedi. So if you want to quote balance, he did technically balance the scales yeah. uh, because you still had, you know, a couple of Jedi out there. So there's still Jedi and then there's still two Sith. So I, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I just, when I think about cinematics, uh, I want, and you even said this, how bold do you think they're going to be? Yeah. You know, how, how bold do you think they'll, they'll be able to go? And that, that's really the interesting thing. And that's, that's kind of, kind of, we have to, we have to see how big of a leap JJ is willing to make here. Yeah. And, and also I'm sure people are thinking too, and, and, and I have as well, like does, we don't want to completely take away from Ray and Kylo's story, you know? I know. So, because this is supposed to be the story of uh, Vader's grandchildren, if you will, Anakin's, you know, his his. Whoa, whoa! Did you did you just assume Ray's parentage? Whoa, whoa, bro! Did you just assume her parentage, bro? Whoa! Back off! Back <laughs> off! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, man, I don't know. Uh, that, that's a. I haven't asked that question in a while. I I don't even. Um, I wouldn't even I, know how to begin with that anymore. But I'll tell you. Me we did have the battle scene, like the little lightsaber fight between the two of them on that piece of ship out in the water. Mm-hmm. Somebody on Twitter, and I wish I could remember who it was, but somebody on Twitter pointed this out that it looked like the fight sequence that they were having was basically the, the form one uh, of yeah. you know your lightsaber dueling. And there's the, the point was, it's like, because it's form one, they were saying this looks more like training than actually fighting to the death type of deal. Huh. So l- l- let me just lasso you in here. Uh, ben yep. Demption. Okay. Raylo, Ben Demption. Um, will he turn around? You know, will they fight together again? Uh, or is he too far gone? I mean, uh, it's been a little while since we talked about it. Uh, what what uh, what are you thinking there? Oh, um, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. It's it is really tough. I mean, I think I think they're going to have to really do some some side like something early on in this film to show us that. Well, okay, one of two things happens. Either he's been fooling us all along, and this has all been some big facade, and there's some other agenda that he's up to, and really there's no redemption needed. He's just actually, he's he's done something ridiculous here, and he's trying to finish what Anakin started, and he knows more than than we than we give him credit for or something. Who, and he, and he, I don't know that that 
seems far-fetched and kind of crazy to me. Uh, or, because at the end of this, he is, you let the past die, kill it if you have to, join me, uh, this, this, this whole thing. But, uh, and that's in the privacy, that's just him and Ray. That's not him putting on a front for anybody else. I mean, he's, right. he's just, he's just there with her. So that makes me think he's really gone to the, he's, he's, he's gone. Uh, he's, he's, he's went a direction that Ray cannot go and, and she's disappointed because she thought she could bring him back. So well, I think he killed his father. He killed his father. Okay. And yep. I, I know a lot, I know there's been theories about like, oh, well, you know, uh, do you remember the story of Darth Plagueis, you know, uh, bringing people back and stuff, trying to learn yeah. how to cheat death? You know, oh, well, he killed his father because he'd be, oh, he's going to bring him back. It's like, I don't know about that, man. I think death's a little bit more absolute. I think that the, the chasing of, of the immortality is, is, uh, is a fable more so than a reality here. Yep. Um, for these folks. So I don't think that immortality is within grasp. Um, but he killed his father. Yep. You know, he hesitated on his mother, but he he did. He killed he killed his father. Planted a yep. lightsaber right in his chest. He did. I don't know exactly how you how you come back from that. And the only way that I could see it is if somehow again, this is this is kind of owing it to like say Snoke survived or Snoke's Palpatine or Palpatine lives or whatever, but he isn't aware of the overarching plan. Yeah. He's a pawn and it breaks him. Sure. And then at the end, he's so broken and he starts to feel that rage and he fights back. But yeah. again, it, it parallels a little bit too closely to what we had in the original trilogy. Cause at the end of it, basic question, does Ben live? At yeah. the end of episode nine. Right. And, and that's that's tough. But I'll, I'll throw this in here, too, because I, yeah. I actually I've been rereading a lot of old canon stuff. Darth Revan. Right. Revan. Mm-hmm. Darth yep. Revan. Revan killed a lot of people yeah, yeah, as he Darth did. Revan. He killed yep. a ton of people. He was pretty merciless and he turned to the dark side and killed more people. Yep. But he was, quote, redeemed through the love of a woman, his wife. Yep. Right. Um, you know, th- there are other examples of folks who did, you know, atro- who, who committed atrocities who, co- or, you know, who committed, uh, you know, terrible acts, but were still redeemed. Yep. You know, by whatever f- means and motivation. Yep. Obviously, with Revan, he was influenced by, you know, the, the Sith Emperor. And there's a lot to that. But, you know, he had his redemption after killing thousands if yeah. not more. Um, so Ben, I mean, conceivably, we see him, you know, kill, kill, you know, one of our heroes, one. And obviously, yeah. he's, you know, killed some other folks, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, also, uh, who was the. Lor Santeca, sorry. Yep. I, yeah, I can never remember his name. So <laughs> we've seen him kill like two major good guys, right? Right. Uh, and obviously order the deaths of others and so on and so forth. But how much is too much? Because again, we've seen far worse be redeemed. Yeah. And is that redemption going to be through a breaking? Is it going to be through a realization, personal realization? Is it going to be through love? Because personally, I don't need the love story here. I've never yeah. really been on yep. the Raylo train, but 
sure. it is a way that you could I, I was always if there's gonna be love thing, I always just kinda wanted to be Ray and Finn. They could go off and do Ray and Finn things, but that's just me. <laughs> right, yeah, me yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, real quick. Quick, quick aside here, and I know people are going to get all pissy and stuff, but I'm just doing this as a cultural thing. Oh, um, no. But, you know, we have reference, we have people in in our own history, right, who have done terrible things and yeah. who have been redeemed. I mean, for crying out loud, you have you have people in the in the uh, in the Bible, right? We got a lot of this. We, uh, we live in a predominantly Christian nation where it's like the Apostle Paul. Look at that. I mean, my goodness. There's True. an example for you. Yeah, so anyways, you know. I think we can accept that he could be redeemed. Obviously, there's this whole Ben Demption movement. The other thing I'll say, because you ask me, like, does he live? And when I when I think about him in, in, in The Last Jedi, his knowledge of the Force and what he knows is actually pretty impressive. He's, he's able to pick up on the Force connection, and he's able, he understands that the power of it uh, or the effort that it would take would, would kill Rey. He knows that instantly. That he's this is not right. this is not you. You're not doing this. The the, the effort of it would would kill you. Yes. Uh, so I think he was well trained by by Luke, and I think Luke can live on through him. I think some of that stuff that he it, it sounds like from what I've from the the few leaks and spoilers that I've read that George Lucas has done something with with uh, Mark Hamill and him and y- using him to train. Jedi and, and doing a, a flashback or something. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, it can happen, and, and I just feel like there's so much knowledge in Ben that he's a way to kind of, for sure, can continue or make sure that the the Skywalker saga line, whatever, can continue. It doesn't have to continue with him and Ray getting together or something like that. It you know that uh, it could just be him living on. Who knows what what happens? But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm with you. It is such a that is. It's it's great what they've done. I, as you said, the, the Last Jedi has has forced us to ask more questions, uh, and we're wondering: Does he, is he actually redeemable? Uh, most people say, yeah, he's it's possible, uh, but how do you do it? And, and, and one of the points I was driving to uh, just a little bit there is that that when he either it's been a facade the whole time or whatever, or something happens in at the beginning of this movie that causes him to go. Holy cow! You know, like right. I, I have, I am needed. Whether he fully turns back to the light or or whatnot, maybe he doesn't. Maybe it's not a complete turn. I mean, because he, yeah, he helps Ray in some tough. odd way there, right? I mean, he he yes, he defeats Snoke because he quote allegedly yeah. alleged. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dave won't let us get past that. That's for sure. Uh, uh, hey, li- listen, I I I had said this in an episode. I, I don't mean to cut in here, but. I rewatched Last Jedi a few months ago, and I rewatched that scene in the throne room. Yep, Snoke had his his eyes closed, and he's he's saying, you know, you'll turn your saber on your true enemy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I always kind of had this feeling. It's like, you know, honestly, I, I I just don't see him going out like that. I just don't. I don't yeah. see him going out like that. I don't see that being a surprise either. This was a direct instruction, like from Palpatine. Because listen, it even has a small parallel. Because look at Dooku. Um, you mm-hmm. know when when Anakin and Obi Wan rescue Palpatine. Well, quote rescue Palpatine from Dooku. Yeah, right. Obi Wan gets knocked out, and Anakin 
defeats Dooku, and you know he goes to, you know he has the double lightsabers, getting ready to chop his head off. He's, oh, I shouldn't do it, do it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he kills him. And basically, at that point, you know, sort of supplants Dooku as the potential next apprentice. What I'm thinking is, is like, even if he kills him, I still think it's part of a plan because, like, Snoke, listen, Kylo Ren, Ray, they weren't any match for this guy. Yeah. This this guy is a powerful for, force wielder. Yep. And for him to be outsmarted by a, a, a spinning lightsaber that he put by him himself. Yeah. I there there's something there's something off about that. Either it was it was the plan, this was the more cosmic truth, the cosmic time for this. Yeah. Or he's not truly gone. Yeah. Okay. So, so I and, and that's that's just a, that's just an aside. Sorry. <laughs> no, it, it, it is interesting. It was shocking. That's the thing. It is just shocking that that he that he goes like that. What? Well, um, and, and like you said, maybe it is. I I, I'm, I lean more towards the, the the idea that Palpatine was pulling the strings, and he did set it up as a very Dooku like thing, uh, where he set this up where. Uh, it's it's a challenge or it's a hurdle or it's something. It's a test. Seems like a guy who's running experiments. You know, you said he likes to experiment with midichlorian babies. So it, it, seriously, yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. m- maybe he is running some type of of uh, thing here with with Ben, and he's been he's been after him for a while. I mean, he's if he's been in the shadows and he's realized because uh, it's an aftermath where Leia kind of realizes that Ben is is uncomfortable. In, in her womb a little bit or there's some yeah. the, the, some connection to she can connect with him through the force essentially and, and she's sensitive to that but then there's also something else that seems to be after her son already so true, true that that's crazy that's pretty like you know that's right there out the gate um, there's a lot of rabbit holes man <laughs> I know there's so many there's so many and and it's awesome and I think that's the thing is we is you can just go for hours and hours and days and days and we're going to keep going for weeks and weeks and months until we uh, a couple more months here until we get the answers but it's, it's uh, close but yeah we've, we've got a lot of time to speculate and there i mean do, do you think we'll actually get another trailer oh that's, that's a good question I, uh, this was just special quote special footage yeah i think we will get one more one more trailer i don't know that the, that it'll add a whole lot more to what we see maybe a couple more snippets that are safe I, I, and I think they'll just kind of rework it a little bit. Um, Matt was saying he thought maybe for, gosh, wait, does the NFL debut tonight? It does. Is yes. That, yeah. Holy cow! Uh, we're, as we're recording this, he yeah. was thinking Thursday night. He was thinking tonight we might get something just because of the oh audience and people watching. You know, what 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 if we're we're a couple schmucks here uh, <laughs> recording? It's going on. <laughs> I mean, here, oh, a lot, I'm gonna refresh here. I'm gonna go over to to YouTube and, ch- and make sure old Star Wars is not uh, <laughs> drop something on me while I was recording. Gee, many Christmas! I would literally have to call you right back. I mean, that's oh my goodness, yeah. We, we that live live reaction. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so, anyways, oh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm hoping I'm hoping here soon. I, I feel like they get, they're going to need to. Maybe they'll they'll do something in mid uh, September or October. We're going to get something. Uh, I don't know what it'll be, but I hope it's not a lot. I don't want to see. I don't want everything. See much more. I I really want to go into it and just be like blown away. And apparently, whatever this last scene or this last setup, uh, I think they said it was a sequence. They said it wasn't necessarily just like one shot, but the last sequence of this whole uh, series, this that of this movie, 
is going to be huge, and it's going to blow yeah. our minds. And and to have them say that confidently, and it's not really JJ wasn't the one who started it, right? It was uh, what's his name, the the comedian, uh, Kevin who, Smith. Yeah, who went and saw this, and some of the crew and people on you know on set were talking about like you got to check this out. This is going to blow your mind. And well, yeah, and JJ specifically said don't don't go look at it. Don't yeah. And he, he said you're anyway. <laughs> yeah you're gonna want to see this you know and and uh, in its fullness and and I'm I am excited for that because he's always been passionate about about Star Wars and I remember watching interviews with JJ uh, where he was talking to Mark Hamill I used to follow just anytime Mark Hamill was talking Star Wars I was I was in and and uh, someone was interviewing all these guys and JJ's a part of it he's in there talking about uh, Star Wars and the Joker and everything else to right. w- with with Mark so I don't know man I, it's like I'm so excited for for it to to be a thing and, and for it to happen. I I just I cannot wait. And it's crazy to think that we have all this Mandalorian stuff, a video game, more books coming out. Uh, it's gonna be hard to keep up with. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we've got the Resistance Reborn, uh, the the Collector, or whatever that was called. Um, yeah, there, yeah. There, there's there's a lot. There's still a lot lot to come. We've, we've got, we've got a, we've got two, we've got, it's almost too much. (laughs) Yes. Well, Hey, that, Hey, as I said at the top of the show, that is why we have formed this alliance. Okay. Uh, I've been bringing folks here on, on the show. We've realized we've been hanging out in hyperspace and, and uh, Matt Starwin and I are kind of like, you know, there's a fight coming out there. Okay. (laughs) And we got to get ready. The spark has happened. It's, it's, uh, What's what's Holdo say or what you know, the the spark that'll light the match that'll light the yeah. candle that'll light the brush that'll set yeah. the galaxy on fire. Ca- you know? catch a catch a piece of cardboard on fire right. that'll get thrown into a trash can full of oil and yeah we we get it we get it. right right exactly exactly oh so, goodness it's cool it's good stuff um but yeah with with that though uh so. I mean, first of all, thanks, man, for coming on. This is I, I no love talking Star Wars with you. It's fantastic. I mean, it's like hopefully people realize the last three guests we've had on, uh, it just it's it's just so much fun. And and Matt, uh, we're hoping going into September and October, well, especially November, when we get on and do some some of our hangouts where we're playing the games. We we were just talking about getting on Discord and yeah. and uh, getting getting some of us together. Whether you're playing the game or you're just chilling out. Uh, we can we can get on there and talk and record some of those sessions because we're gonna have comic books to digest and all that good stuff. So we'll definitely have you back on and yeah. and keep uh, theorizing away and, and and we'll have Matt Starwin back on too. So yeah, and I'll say this too, you know, the the Star Wars community, especially the ones that we we've been able to meet, um, you know, we met all these folks at at celebration uh, yeah. and have been connecting with them on social media and everything. There is a great group of star Wars podcasters out there. Um, and I mean, you, you could just, you could just follow hyperspace hangout on Twitter or my Twitter or whatever. Uh, yep. and, and just, just view what these guys are putting out content wise. Yep. The collaborations between us, obviously, you know, you had Lindsay on, you had Alice on, you know, from force right. toast, Lindsay from clashing sabers. They're, they're smart. And some of mm-hmm. them have, way different ideas than what we have you know we're, we're all a group of friends we've known each other for a yep. long time and then you know you, you introduce these new elements that have different ideas they're from different states or from different upbringings or whatever 
and uh, it, it really is a pretty diverse group. And uh, yeah. you know, just just having having the alliance, you know, all all uh, fighters reporting in. I've got my little A wing over here uh, reporting <laughs> in. Uh, <laughs> uh, are you an A-wing Everybody, guy? I didn't I know love that. A-wings. I, oh, I've always man. loved it. And um, my well, my favorite ship is uh, I always forget it. It was uh, the Snow Speeders from uh, Hoth. Oh, Speeders, yeah, yeah. That's that the ones that they use to attack the the ATATs. Yep, those are my favorite ships. But if I just had to have a starfighter, I'd be out there in an A-wing all day. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Just, just just give me a little A-wing, and I'm good. Well, I'm a Y-Wing guy. That's that's great. That's cool. Um, yeah, hey, and actually, speaking of those other podcasts, I mean, like, uh, oh, gosh, I just I just got connected with uh, R- Rule of Two. And, uh, Rule of Sith, Two? Yeah, Sith, Sith Talk. Talk. Uh, uh, the Living Force podcast is really good. I've been listening to them a yep. little bit here and there. Yep, you told me about uh, them. Yeah, I'm excited. Jam to- Transmissions, that's another one that I like. Yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, Clashing Sabers, which is a, which is a network of, like, four podcasts. Yes. Yep. Uh, obviously, our friends at Force Toast. Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> there's there's a ton. There's, there's a there's ton, a ton. And, and it it's really cool. And it's I think it's neat to kind of do some of this crossover collaboration stuff. So, but uh, Tay, tell folks a little bit about what you're doing on your podcast and where you guys um where you guys are at, and then where they can find you on on social media. Yeah, sure. Um, well, social media wise, I which I hate, uh, <laughs> but I do run the Twitter page. That's just at TC Plan Podcast, or just you know search out the Contingency Plan Podcast uh, there. We're on Facebook, on pretty much everywhere. Podcast is, I think I've disseminated that to wherever you can download a podcast. It's going to be there for you. Yeah. Um, but I, I, Twitter has actually been a pretty good, uh, pretty good medium for me. I think I've kind of sort of gotten the hang of that a little bit there and that's been fun. So keeping up with the show, that's a good place to do it. Uh, we put out two shows a week. Uh, we have our main show, which is me and my brother, uh, the Darth himself. Uh, (laughs) you know, we talk, we, we talk about everything. I mean, recently we've been doing reactions to some of this stuff, uh, you know, we've we've uh, dived through Master and Apprentice, Dooku, Jedi Lost, Alphabet Squadron was the last one we did. Uh, but we've also got a foundation uh, rereading the New Jedi Order series of books. We do those now in four parts, um, you know, just to sort of dissect the old series and kind of get back into the old lore. Yeah. Uh, and then my Wednesday show, which, well, technically Thursday show, is uh, where I uh, dive into comics uh, I use it. It's called power half hour. So I take a half hour, talk a little bit of news and then dive into whatever the newest comic is. You know, we've got the age of resistance out right now. Uh, the Jedi fallen order, which we talked about earlier, um, among some, some other specials that have come out as well. So that's kind of the gist of that. So you get some books, you get some reactions, you yeah. get some current, you get some old stuff, you get some comics, uh, you know, so that's, that's kind of what, uh, what our little podcast is all about. I love it, man. I love it. You know, the, the power half hour, I mean, Lane and I talk, that's, that's, I love that. I love that little uh, show. And I, I can't, you guys are tackling a, a tough series. I love that series. I, 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 that was one that you and I talked about reading when we, when we grew up and I was just blown yeah. away by what was happening um, to the new Republic yeah, they, and stuff. And it's like, dang there. But, the, yeah. There's, there's a, a lot at 19 books. 
Yeah. Um, you know, originally we were going chapter by chapter, but realized that would take us about 50 years to complete. So we just started <laughs> doing it into four parts for this yeah. last book. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good lore, a lot of good characters. Jaina Solo is my favorite non-canon character. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, but, yep. but yeah, that's, it's, it's an interesting series. There's a lot to dissect, but it's, it's, it's big. <laughs> it's a big yeah. series. Well, and I can't wait. Cause I think, you know, I, I know you're not even ready to talk about it, but, uh, once, you know, there's, there's after that, there's so many other really good series too, oh, that yeah. just kind of, kind of keep yeah. going. So I can't, I can't wait. Folks need to hop in there and follow along and, and, um, uh, just, just, you know, get after it. So, but all right, my friend. Well, uh, thanks again for, uh, flying casual we're definitely going to have you back on and uh kind of keep speculating theorizing okay sounds good buddy thank you for having me on yeah absolutely um all right well hey uh it's time to say farewell Uh, we want to thank you guys for hanging out in hyperspace in our next episode we will be discussing your transmissions and i mean that this time we will get to your transmissions uh matt starwin will be back on and we've got it we've got quite a few of them so i'm excited to to uh discuss and, and talk about those you guys have thoughts on dark ray the mandalorian and so on so they're sitting there uh cannot wait for that but yeah send your uh star wars theories your origin stories uh or send us your favorite memories from a galaxy far far away if you like our podcast don't forget to subscribe like us write a review leave a comment or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com we will see you in a week and remember traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.